Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Social Sauce Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sam Hobson Fairman. I'm Mary Lillenquist. And I am Bella Silva. And we've got a great episode. I always feel like that's, that part is so weird. I know. It's like, what are it's you like, supposed to say? It just goes quiet. And I'm Bella Silva. Like, and we and are we're talking the about sauce. <laughs> Literally. And I like feel like there's like a it's like a song. It's like, and we are. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. Weird. Anyway. <laughs> Um, this week, we are going to talk all about our photo shoots uh, do's and don'ts and some advice there and how to take them to the next level. But before we get started, as well as I guess I would say things we've learned through the process of doing so many like yeah. weird things you wouldn't even think about mm-hmm. to, when planning a photo shoot that you should take into account. Yeah, yep. absolutely. So before we get started, let's do some life updates. We want to make this a weekly thing. We always forget. Well, yeah. I feel like we do weekly updates like once a month. Yeah, <laughs> we so do. So we're going to try to do these more often because they're fun and whatever. Yeah, yeah so. I feel like we just get excited about our topics. So we were just like, let's dive right <laughs> into it. Yeah. <laughs> like word vomit, you know? Mm-hmm. Literally. Okay, who wants to go first? Bella, you're up. Okay. Um, my life update, I guess something that I did that was fun this weekend was I took myself on like a solo date, you know? I took myself um, to, where did I go? Okay, so I started my morning off, like, just with my normal morning routine, and then I was, like, it was Saturday. I didn't have much to do, and I was, like, I want to do something fun and nice for myself and exciting, and so I went to my favorite plant store and walked around for a bit and just kind of looked at the plants, you know? It's, like, my happy place, and then I went to, oh, I went to Shadow Play, Oh, I love um, Shadow Play. It was the cutest place ever. I just walked along um, all of those little vintage furniture shops right there mm-hmm. on, is it second? Third. Third. Um, Shadow Play, The Green Ant, and Urban Vintage, I think is what they're called. Yeah, they're all They're all in a row. Vintage furniture. So yeah. cute. So cute. Like mid-century modern furniture. Literally perfect. Um, there were so many things I wanted, but I have zero space, and they're very expensive. I'm like, that's like a... Like, the, they had this vintage gray leather couch, and I was like, oh. It was, like, this perfect charcoal stone gray. It was so cool. Oh, wait. At Shadow Play? At Shadow Play. I know what one you're talking it's about. It's so it's cool. It's so good. And I'm like, if I had the space for this and the money to buy this really nice couch. But they're, they're very expensive for a good reason, though. It's, like, very unique and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I would buy this right now. It's so cute. Um, so I did that, and then I went to Barnes and Noble and sat on the ground and read the backs of books for a couple hours, and it was really nice just to like take time for myself and like do something fun. I love that. Yeah, I feel like going and doing stuff that like my hobbies that make me happy is very like serotonin for me. Yeah, like it, it's like oh yes, I needed this, and then I can go back to like my routines. It's but, a good like recharge. Mm-hmm, very recharging. So if you are feeling down or anything, try taking yourself on a solo date. Yeah, I love that. Get a coffee, go do something you like. I think that spending alone time is really important. So, mm-hmm. 100%. That's thing. That sounds like a dreamy weekend. I yeah, love yeah. that. It was a nice afternoon. We need to stop saying I love that. I know. Love at that. me. Or that's so <laughs> cute. Or this is the cutest. Yes. <laughs> Doing that reel with Caxi. Oh, my God. Cute. Oh, my God. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I'm working on it. I won't say I love that. I'm gonna really try hard. Okay, Marin, how is what's your week update? I mean, there's a lot going up going <laughs> on with you. Oh my gosh. Um, I finally moved into my house, so that was an incredible, incredible experience. Mm-hmm. Like moving always is. I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we got all moved in, thankfully, and then we almost have the whole house unpacked, which is really nice. So we're just oh, good. We got to finish the master bedroom. I've never had a closet big enough for all my clothes before, so I always just have everything on clothing racks everywhere. So to have everything in one place, it's like I now that you say happier. that, I don't think I've ever seen you wear the same thing twice. Yeah, really? Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. I, I feel like I wear the same things all the time just because nothing fits. Me. Yeah, but um, yeah, so that's good. We're in our house now, and then. I'm having my baby on Monday, so oh just if not sooner, that. yeah, if not sooner, pray for me. I know. <laughs> like, do you want to make it to Monday, or would you not care? If I would prefer he comes. Like, I would love it if he came on Sunday. I had Hadley on a Sunday, and it yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, I could that. I could see that. Yeah. Sundays are relaxing. Well, and statistically, the least amount of children in the world are born on Sundays. I don't know why. Interesting. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so like when I had Hadley, she was the only baby born in the hospital that day. 
Wow. Like there was weird. nobody else there. And then Monday there was like four people who had a baby. Wow. I don't know why. why. Is that? I'm not really sure. I don't know if it's because people typically like relax on Sundays and then it puts their body into labor, but maybe yeah, or like so. they're relaxed. So they don't go into labor. Like they're just lying, like chilling at the home. Yeah. And then the other reason I want him to come on Sunday is because it's 12, 12. Yeah. Yeah. I did oh, tell yeah. you. I was like 12, 12, 21. Yeah. That'd be really And cool then Hadley is seven, seven, right? Yeah. She's mm-hmm. seven, seven. So I think that'd be fun, but He's kind of stubborn. Like, I feel like he's comfy in there right now, so he's not really, like, trying to get out. Yeah. But my children have a mind of their own, so you I guess can we'll tell. We'll you see. can tell that if they're trying to get out. Oh, yeah. Like, when it was time for Hadley to come, she was, like, nonstop, like, get me out of here, moving. Moving. And he's usually like that, but for the past two days, he's been so calm. Like, he still moves, but it's not, like, as abruptly. Mm. So he just kind of is chilling now, and I'm like, oh, dude, hell no. Don't You're coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get comfy It's in there. time. Yeah. So that's kind of what's going on with me this week. What about you, Sam? What are you doing? Um, well, I guess I did my yearly hotel visit. I Basically what I do is every like December, I'll book a hotel for myself and I'll do like sauce yearly planning. And I have to admit, so I did it like Thursday to Friday. I got nothing done at the hotel. <laughs> like, straight up. Yesterday, she was like, I, I ordered sushi and watched. What did you watch? Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night yep. Live. <laughs> but that, maybe that's what your soul needed. Yeah. Like I you think didn't so need too. a plan. You needed to just rest. Oh, yeah. My brain was just... I've been, I was in, like, such a funk. Like, I felt like I... Like, you know when you get those, like, ADD spikes where it's, like... You're so overwhelmed by all your work mm-hmm. that you literally can't even do anything. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, that like, was me like on Friday and Saturday. I was like, it's just so overwhelming. Like, yes, like that's how I felt. I'm like, I literally can't even like get like the simplest task done. So I just hung out, took a bath, oh, relaxed. That sounds so nice. And I was like, I'm not going to be mad at myself for not doing this. Like, I, I'm just going to relax. It's fine. And then I got home cleaned my house and I was on overdrive I like yeah. suddenly it hit me and that's what I like know that about myself like mornings are when I'm feeling it like that's mm-hmm. when I like have mm-hmm. my most creative time is like morning and so I just ran with it and what I did was I dove into a, um, a couple brands that I I noticed are the closest thing to sauce like, like they kind of resonate with you. Yeah. Like not necessarily their branding, but it's like their business model. I'm like that's the closest thing that I can see sauce becoming. And so I felt like I needed to dig into this. I'm like, what are they doing? Like, what is like the method behind their madness? And from that, like it really gave me direction of like, okay, so sauces, I mean, we're different in a lot of ways. We offer different services, but the, like it gave me so much direction on the structure of what sauce needs to be for us to be where we want to be. Mm-hmm. And like the biggest word I keep saying, like it's an ecosystem. It's an ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> like it all works together. So there's a lot of fun things coming up. I feel like everything, like we just barely had our one-on-ones with everyone. Mm-hmm. And it was finally like, I took in all that information from what you guys were saying of like where you want to be, what kind of job you want to have. And then this weekend, it was like, whoa, this is how What we do, do we it. have to do? Yeah, like yeah. it just finally like clicked. I'm like, okay, this is what it could be. And now we got to like start from square one. Like, how do we start? So, well, yeah, what's the first action item to get to where we want to be? I know. Like it's, a checklist check did that. <laughs> literally going back to being overwhelmed by like so much. I'm like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> no, but I'm really nice. like, I'm like on a high from it still. Yeah. Like I'm like... I'm really excited. We've got a retreat coming up this week, which is really fun. So mm-hmm. Talia, she lives in Cleveland. She's flying out to Salt Lake. We're going to have um, dinner on Thursday, a spa day on Friday with all the sauce girls. And we're going to talk all about these big What we want to do. Yeah. And what everyone everyone wants to do personally. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited. So it was, it was productive. Even though I just, like literally went to the hotel and did nothing, like right when I got home, I'm like, Okay, here I'm it ready. Is. Here we go. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I get that too. Sometimes my energy and motivation comes in waves, and it's like not when I want it to come. Yeah, it's so random. When I what I did last year when I booked my hotel, it was like I booked it like right when I was feeling it. I'm like, I need okay. to get out of my space and just dive into this. Mm-hmm. Whereas this year, it was scheduled. It was like, okay, on December second, I'm gonna go do my like mm-hmm. my hotel thing, and I just 
the whole like the whole day i was in meetings all day long up until then i just wasn't yeah. ready oh, you were like, probably tired yeah i can't function after like 5 p.m no me either yeah no. which is so funny to me because i'm the opposite of you guys i'm like dragging really? myself around in the morning and then i get so much inspiration like mid-afternoon from like 3 to four thirty is when inspiration starts coming. No. that's crazy and then i i'll like kind of like play off of it in my own mind and like be my brain will literally be running like 500 miles an hour then i'll get hadley to bed and then at 7 30 i'm like madman like on my computer like doing That's everything so trying to figure really? it out like these are the ideas that are working for me this is what i think i should do and it's like all this inspiration hits me at night time and then I go to bed and I'm useless in the morning. <laughs> That's crazy. So I'm like, yeah. my brain starts to shut off at three. After Same. three, like from, from three to five, I know that I can only do like mindless tasks. Mm-hmm. Like, like I made stories yesterday that mm-hmm. I had already like drafted. I just needed to put visuals to mm-hmm. them and add some stuff. And I was like, okay, I can do this. But anything that's conceptual or anything like that before, before or I mean after 3 p.m., I'm usually useless. Yeah, that's why you guys get slacks from me at like 9.30 p.m. I'm like, hey, so what about da 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 I know, and I'm like <laughs> knitting in bed, and I'm like, ah. Oh. Maren, get off your freaking phone. <laughs> like, Maren, what are you bed. doing working this late? Literally. <laughs> no, I love that, though. What a superpower. I'm like dead. Yeah, me too. I don't know what it is, but like I've always been a night owl, and I just thrive in I have friends like that. But my husband is very much like you guys were. Mm -hmm. He gets up freaking like five o'clock every single morning. Oh, that's not me. Goes to the (laughs) gym, come home, is like amazing. And then as soon as he gets home, he's useless. I'm somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Interesting. All right, guys, we're going to interrupt this conversation to talk about a brand we're obsessed with. Caxi is the place to get your hair accessories. They're so cute. I agree. They have so many fun and unique different things. And I have never received a bigger scrunchie in my yeah, entire it's life. So cute. It is and it's so, so cute. you, Marin. Like, it is me. Yeah. It's <laughs> glam. Yeah. And I feel like they have a little bit of something for everyone. They've got some glam. They've got some like cool girl with like the checkered and the yeah, bright colors. I so agree. it's easy to find a couple different things. For I everyone. loved all of their clips. I'm a huge clip person lately because mm-hmm. it's like the easiest way to do your hair ever. And I loved how many options they had in all the different styles. Yeah, and everything is very affordable. Yeah, yeah, that's actually something that was huge for me. Yeah, and she, what I love about her story is she literally started designing head wraps and scrunchies and making them herself. It's so cool. Yeah, and she's grown this amazing company and this amazing brand, and now they offer so many different hair accessories. I ended up getting a beanie this time, mm-hmm. and I'm obsessed. Like, a great neutral beanie, you can't go wrong. And everything that she comes out with is high quality, it's ahead of the trends adorable i agree and because she loves the social sauce she's giving all of our listeners 15 percent off of their first order with the code caxi sauce spelled k-a-x-i-s-a-u-c-e that's caxi sauce for 15 percent off the cutest code yeah and you can find them on instagram at caxi.co go follow them Okay, guys, have you heard of the cutest company called Alts Accessories? Yes, I love them. They're so cute. So they are a jewelry company and they create interchangeable charms so you can always freshen up your look. It's so cute. It's really cool because they have you start with like a base. So like either like the necklace chain, the bracelet chain or whatever. And then you can add whatever charms you want to it. Don't forget the earrings, Bella. Oh, and the earrings, the little little earring guys. And they have tons of different charms. Um, I got the little dice. They are so cute. There's like little dice guys, little gold dice. And then I got like a yin yang. They have like butterflies, all different kinds of charms that you can add to all the bases and intermix them. It's really fun. Yeah. And it's cool too, because no matter what your style is, you can find something that kind of like fits you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they have little mushroom ones. The mushroom Oh, those are so cute. cute. I know. I like the little mushrooms. Obviously, you can tell we're obsessed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all the charms are really cute and fun. And like there are like really classic ones. So like if you want something super classic, you can go that direction or a super fun one. That's what I really liked about it. I got some fun pieces and then like a classic everyday bracelet that's like gold and pearl. Yeah, it is so cute. I ended up getting mine on the way to a festival. And so I put all my charms on and it was so cute. I got so many compliments. And so I literally could not recommend it enough. And it's sustainable. I love that you don't have to go buy a bunch of different 
necklaces or bracelets you can have one or maybe a few and you can just mix them up with different charms so um we are so lucky we get offered 10 percent off to our listeners with sauce 10 so go check out all accessories they're amazing we're obsessed a l l t dot accessories on instagram Mm -hmm. and you can shop at the link in their bio well that was my week um should we jump into it sure okay so like we said photo shoots photo shoot do's and don'ts and any advice we've been doing these shoots over and over again for a long time um this was like my whole background in my early 20s i was always shooting and we've learned things to do and what not to do so we want to share those um so let's talk about some let's do the should we do the don'ts first yeah then we can end on a happy note yeah that's kind of what i was thinking I agree. I let's like get that. the negative out of the way don'ts hmm see it's hard to because i'm like don't wait to prep your stuff but then it's like we could just say do prep, prep your do, stuff. yeah yeah they can kind of go in <laughs> yeah way. so i guess yeah. we can say like don't wait till the last minute yeah like make sure like mm-hmm. the more planning you can do beforehand is going to help you in the long run so and like, then the day of you're not like running around with your head cut off being like oh did i do this did i do this where's yep. this and then because that's the most stressful i've had times i feel like depending on how i organize the shoots and like how well i organize them because it's always different depending on like how i'm feeling you know Mm -hmm. just like being human but the ones that where i have taken the time to really organize everything check everything off make sure everything's done like and double check that's another thing is double check because there are times when like i forget to send somebody the email or they sent me the wrong email and then Mm. i think they got it but they didn't actually get it because i just caught with if someone sends me their email that i just copy and paste it Mm -hmm. but sometimes i've noticed a lot of people will accidentally write con dot con instead of dot com and i don't catch it and then they don't get the emails that i Mm -hmm. send them about the shoot and they're like are we still shooting today and i'm like uh yeah like and then i freak out so double checking all your stuff and really making sure that you like have it all laid out um i use a spreadsheet on google sheets to check off everything that i do so like i have like makeup artists models um photographer videographer all like the categories of people and things that we need to get done and then i write like so if it's like photographer i write the photographer's name and then i have a checkbox to like if they're confirmed and then if they're not confirmed i put like reached out so if we've reached out or if they're confirmed and then i know that everything's good to go once everything's checked off yeah and that's my best way to keep organized yeah and when it comes to models kind of going off of that like you booking people i would say don't wait for their reply like if they don't reply back to you Mm -hmm. and it's been a full 24 hours move on to somebody yeah. else yeah usually i wait like if if that's one thing that's hard too is like if they've initially said yes mm-hmm. like oh yeah i'm good to go like awesome and then I, I follow up a couple days later and i'm like hey are you still good like I'm, i just sent all the email info or like what's your email so i can send you the info and then, then they never reply i'm just like huh? and I'm yeah vendors respond be yeah. responsive i guess that's yeah. one thing we could say is that if you are a model photographer videographer makeup artist like please like it'll be so much more beneficial to you if you are st- if you stay up on your e- dms and emails yeah and honestly like we know that it's hard we know that you guys get a lot of people coming into you but like even if you, if you don't have time and you see it and you open it just be like i'm really sorry i, I can't that that day it doesn't yeah. work for me because and, usually you know, I'm waiting on someone to even just say no. Yeah. Because I can't reach out to, like, another person if I'm still waiting for you to say yes. Because then I have to tell the other person no. And then it's just, like, why'd you ask me if you're just going to actually yeah. cancel? So it's, like, it's a very, yeah. like, it's it's like a juggling. It's juggling. Yeah. Trying absolutely. to book vendors. Especially yeah. models just because you sometimes need multiple per shoot. But, yeah. So don't... Um, be disorganized <laughs> yeah well and i think too like giving yourself time to plan like ahead yeah. of time that that's something like especially for photographers and videographers like you have to remember that they have like what are the due dates for the deliverables mm-hmm. i think that's something that people don't think about it's like oh well i need photos by you know the 17th but we're gonna shoot on the 15th like that really screws over your yeah. photographer or and your videographer because you're never going to get content back that quick yeah like people yeah. like especially if your photographer is shooting with i mean i'm sure they're shooting with other people mm-hmm. it's like they 
they can't always have that type of turnaround for you. So don't expect that. Like make sure that you're giving one, you and your team enough time to plan the shoot and get ready for the shoot. And then also planning enough time post shoot for your vendors to get the photo, the deliverables back to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Deliverables being like the photos and video. Yeah. And I think just being like really good at communicating with them and be, and telling them, Hey, this is launching on this date. Are you able to get me the pictures yeah. back by this date? Or whatever it is so that they're aware of the expectations and they're aware of when you need, mm-hmm. you know, like what your deadlines are. Because totally. for Sauce, like, we're obviously, we're not the company owner for whatever we're shooting for. And so we know their expectations, but it's our job to communicate that to the models, to the photographer, videographer, whoever it is that we're working with, the stylist, to make sure that we communicate what our client actually wants us to do because mm-hmm. our client's not communicating with everybody else. That's yeah, our that's job. why, yeah, that's why we're here. Yeah. So I guess I would say with that, just like don't expect that people can read your mind or know exactly like what you want from them Yeah. Mm-hmm. because nobody, nobody knows except for you. Yeah. And we've learned that through trial and error. So yeah. Lorena, if you're listening, Trevor, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. We love you. <laughs> we've, the, yeah. That's like We've had we, one particular client. We've had so many launches back mm-hmm. to back and we've had it's almost like we've been playing catch up mm-hmm. um, f- since we've started. And now we're getting into a good rhythm, which is really nice. And next year's going to be looking so different, which mm-hmm. will be great. But um, luckily, like our our vendors have been so awesome to help us with that time because it it was temporary. And so the more that you can avoid that, the better. Yeah. So, and yeah, I like what you said, Marion, is just communicating that. Like, even when we reach out, it's like, can you have us have these photos back by blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So, um, another big thing, and I think we've talked about, maybe we've talked about this on the podcast. I talk about it all the time, so I don't know where I've said it. Mm -hmm. Um, But a big don't. This is like my biggest don't ever. This is for the whole company, just in general no gossiping on a photo shoot mm-hmm. of any kind. Don't even make it look like, don't even go around and start whispering to other people at the shoot because everyone, especially like models, like, or maybe it's a new photographer or it's a new makeup artist, like these vendors, like it can be a vulnerable situation. Yeah, it is. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, especially like, especially models where they're in front of the camera and they're, they're you know, trying to get the best shots for you. If you are talking about anything you Any- could be talking about soup literally and if you're whispering about it and the model's behind the camera she might be thinking that you're talking about her and that she's doing a poor job and then that's going to shut her down exactly yeah, and in reality you might even be talking about something else so yeah yeah just trying to keep things like upbeat and like if it can wait if it's not like a dire situation like what's happening at the shoot or something like that then just wait to talk about it till it's over mm-hmm. exactly we'll deal with any like situations that aren't pertinent after mm-hmm. in private. Um, and especially if you're talking about like, don't ever talk about other vendors in mm-hmm. front of other vendors. Mm-hmm. Like openly talking about, you know, how you feel about, you know, this other photographer, or this other group of, you know, marketers or whatever, like mm-hmm. other models, like mm-hmm. that makes everyone so uncomfortable mm-hmm. and they will clam up and you're not going to get those fun expressive mm-hmm. shots and people aren't going to want to shoot with you yeah. like yeah they're not going to want to go in an environment where everyone's like or like did you see so and so's post like what like it just makes everybody have bad energy and then it shuts everybody down you're not going to get the best quality work yeah and i think women in general like we're already so self-conscious about our bodies and like about putting ourselves out there and so i think when you're in this environment where um you feel like somebody's judging you or talking badly about you and you're really trying to break out of your shell and like if you're a model trying a different pose or a photographer trying to take that direction and like tell the models what to do or you're the creative director on the shoot and you're trying to i don't want to say like assert your dominance but be like very outspoken and saying like this is what we need to do i need you to do this for me and trying to be kind and not like bossy in a way i think that if you go about it the wrong way it can kind of rub everybody wrong mm-hmm. and then your whole shoot kind of just goes to yeah crap. exactly so i think that a just, photo shoot yeah. is like a delicate flower it, is. it, is. <laughs> it really and well and that's like why we have certain things in place so bella like we even talked about this on bella's one-on-one i'm like bella and you do such a good job of this is like you are at shoots 
to make everyone know that their friends here they're happy (laughs) they have someone to talk to like Mm -hmm. this is like because like what i my job is is like i am making sure we're getting the right shots the bags look good we got enough like we're shooting every product we need to shoot like and i'm making sure everyone's go like where they need to be on time Mm -hmm. because we we only do four hour shoots we don't do more than that typically you're doing that and then you'll be like hey bella we go take her to get changed and then i'm just like chilling and then take just facilitating and you're like packing bags yeah. on the side mm-hmm. but you're also like you're checking in on the makeup how's everything yeah. going mm-hmm. so like striking up conversation so it's like mm-hmm. where i'm so deep into the to the shoe mm-hmm. serious it, it can come off as i'm like not approachable mm-hmm. and so that's why i'm like bella i need you to be just nice. the happiest <laughs> like, yeah you're just there to like make friends and like because that's what we want like when people not only are we representing sauce when we're at these shoots, but we are representing our clients. Mm-hmm. So it's like when they shoot with, you know, for example, Fawn, we want them to, they want it. We want people to be excited to mm-hmm. shoot with Fawn. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I got asked to shoot for Fawn. Like I've, I've heard such good things. Mm-hmm. It was so fun last time I did yeah. it. Or we want to make it such a cool environment that our models are talking about. Like I had the best experience with Sauce, and every single time that they've reached out to me, whatever company it's been, because we work with a lot of different companies, you yeah. know, we want it to be a good experience for every single one of those companies, mm-hmm. not just one. Mm-hmm. And then we want other people to reach out to us and be like, hey, my friend shot with you guys, and she had a great experience, and I just want to let you know I'm interested in doing it too. And we've like, actually gotten like DMs like that before, and it makes me so happy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I heard, like, I heard that you do blah, 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 blah. And my friend told me it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I love when people say that. I know. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel like, like you being a good person is really paying I'm doing my yeah. job right. Well, and that's the th- like, unfortunately, it's kind of a rare thing. Like there, I mean, I'm not saying everyone's this way, but there's a lot of companies that are literally like just running you through the pipeline, which is fine. Like there's so like every business model is different, but like just understand what your values are. If you're conducting a photo shoot, like what like that's also a piece of your brand that's being put out there like the what the the experience that vendors have with you on set like they're gonna remember that and it, and it i feel like this is me getting like weird and woo but it's like the energy is there you can feel when a photo mm-hmm. shoot was fun you can. oh yeah like you can tell when people are enjoying themselves you can tell if there was like fun creative flow and it's mm-hmm. like you need to just like put your branding on it like it just because like okay for example for us it's like i'm lucky to have a team you know like i have bella there mm-hmm. who can who can be like the eyes and ears and like mm-hmm. the you know like the fun like personable person while i'm like in grind mode and like maybe you're a one-man show right and it's like how can you plan ahead of time so that you can be that pleasant person while you're still like Mm -hmm. in grind mode or what does like the conversations typically look like what's the feel of the shoots that you want like for example when i talked with sam from saints her shoots she's so meticulous about like the setting like does it like feel like is it warm in there what music is playing is Mm -hmm. everything set up like and that like really transcends into her branding whereas like for us it's like we're all about like let's have fun let's have this like let's be talking with everyone like we can't always necessarily be playing music but when we can we'll play the music Mm -hmm. like um so just think about like what your brand is and what how you want it to feel when people touch that um Mm -hmm. because i think people really miss that they think it's just the customer experience but your vendors are just as important they're your employees yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's company culture it's also just like the energy that comes through and like i and this is kind of woo woo too but i feel like that energy comes through in photo and video yeah like the energy that's happening while it's being created and that sh- is like what you're showing for your brand so yeah. like the environment in which that you like create the content i think is just as important as anything i would Absolutely. say that i agree with that a lot and coming from someone who's like done a couple shoots on the other side like with you guys mm-hmm. Um, I can definitely, I am more likely to go out of my box and try something new. And those pictures always end up better when I'm less in my head. Mm -hmm. And I'm not thinking about, okay, do these people like me? Do they, you know, whatever. And so making that experience, like, for example, when we did that shoot with Fawn at the pool. Yeah. I didn't know anyone except for you and Bella. I didn't know 
our I didn't know Lorena. I didn't it was know our Trevor. first shoot with yeah. everybody, yeah. so with you with didn't. Everyone. Yeah, that's and, funny. But you guys made it so like this is a photographer, this is a videographer, these are the models, and then everybody just kind of started chatting, and then everyone be, kind of became friends and it was yeah. like a really friendly fun environment where you're sitting there and you're not feeling like you're trying to compete with everyone around you to get yeah. like the best picture and then when you guys look back at all the photos pretty much every single one turned out amazing yeah, yeah. so i think creating that energy and that environment where people don't feel competitive towards one each other one of each other mm-hmm. <laughs> one another um helps everybody in the long run too yeah. because totally. it just benefits everybody well everyone's on the same team mm-hmm. and i yeah. think that's something that like people forget about even just in the workplace is like we should all be striving towards the same goal we're not here to tear each other down like right it's not like a chase like a race to get the next promotion it's like Mm -hmm. everyone's gonna land where they need to be and it's like we're all working towards the same goal and that's how it should be for a photo shoot we're all working towards an awesome result yeah and so there's no need to like try to outshine anyone or yeah. do anything like that. Well, when you when you all are working towards the same goal and just wanting that shoot to just be hit out of the park and amazing, it truly does benefit everyone. It's not oh, just, yeah. oh, that picture looks so good of that girl, so she's going to book more jobs. It's who took this picture, who styled mm-hmm. this picture, mm-hmm. who was the creative direction for this picture, and who is the model. Totally. And then it takes whoever is looking for each specific person to you. Mm-hmm. And Which that's is awesome. also the power of tagging on social media. So yes. make sure that you give credit where credit is due yeah, for everybody. Yeah. I think that's important. I yeah, tagging is big. Yeah, like tag Sauce Creative Agency, tag Lorena, tag whoever mm-hmm. the makeup artist was. You know who's good at that? You Lorena always tags people. I know she I does, love her. Yeah. She's good at that. She is good at it. Mm-hmm. But she did tell me one time that she's like in her past had a lot of struggles with people not tagging her and her not getting credit as a photographer and so she tries to be really good at it Mm -hmm. and give other people credit yeah Yeah. which i think is just good karma for Mm -hmm. her you know what i mean for sure do you want should we get into do's i guess we've been kind of doing like do's and don'ts but yeah it's kind of combined it's like yeah we could do some more do's yeah what do you have a do i have a do um i would say do um keep a running list of models Mm, mm -hmm. so we have a collection in our um sauce instagram of people who reach out to us um people we find on so on instagram when we do model calls anyone who has ever reached out to us for like so um modeling we add a picture of them just from their feed to our um model collection and then when we're looking for models for like a specific thing like i know um it always sucks when like you have a great model that reaches out and like they just aren't like the right fit for that yeah. particular shoe. Like for example, we need a mo- a mom model with tween kids for yeah. an upcoming shoe. So like if the if you could be amazing, but if you're not a mom with a tween, yeah, you're not the right fit for this particular shoe. And so we like to keep all of them together so we can just go through, and it's really helpful because honestly, finding models is probably the hardest part of my job. Oh, 100%. Like, just finding models that fit the vibe, that have experience, you know, just everything. Mm-hmm. And we do that, artists, too, yeah. with, like, um, we have, we kind of circle through a couple makeup artists, but, like, even if people reach out, they're like, hey, like, I'm into makeup or photography. It's like we created boards so that when we have a client that fits that, you know, aesthetic, then we have someone to go to. Um, so it's just creating those, like, that, like, dialogue and, like, that back roll is super it's going to save you a lot more time in the long run mm-hmm. um yeah i think that's a really good do um also if you've ever reached out about modeling or to be a vendor and we haven't reached out it's not you it's we're yeah. it's us it's literally yeah <laughs> like we have clients where it's like they're looking for a specific look and uh-huh. so it's not that we don't want to work with you it's just like sometimes we have to i mean we we have to stick to true to the brand or the Mm -hmm. aesthetic and we want to make sure you're shooting the right type of stuff that you want to be shooting too yeah it goes both ways yeah and some people want really unique looking models Mm -hmm. yeah and so trying to find someone with like a really unique haircut or like different features where like they have a bigger eyes or like something Mm -hmm. like that so and just also specific like there's just People get very down to the specific detail of what they want, mm-hmm. like their brand and the models and everything to look like. But yeah. that doesn't mean that you'll never be used for one of those shoots. Because, yeah. I mean, you guys don't like to use the same models every shoot. Yeah. And, and that's another thing, too. It's like that's 
something and we you know maybe we'll change one day but like right now it's like we we're in utah and the same like five models are used everywhere mm-hmm. so i guess this is kind of a do or maybe you don't like you can take this there's there's pros and cons to, to doing this so what we've seen some brands do is they will literally make exclusive offers for their models where they're like you can't work with another you know apparel brand you can only work with us and we'll pay you more mm-hmm. so that their face isn't everywhere mm-hmm. and yeah. it almost gives that like victoria's secret effect that's yeah. like the best way to mm-hmm. describe it. it's like you know who the victoria or they don't really do this anymore, but you knew who the Victoria's Secret models were. Yeah. Well, you you still know. <laughs> They're just, yeah. They just don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, it's like branding yourself with your vendors is really cool. But also it's like, there are, a, there's like those five models that are used everywhere. And so you got to be wary if you're using those five models to make your brand stand out. Because yeah, it's cause super it get, easy. Um, like just confused if you have the same face of your brand as another brand especially like a competitor it's mm-hmm. like you'll never it's hard to see like who is who anymore when everyone's using the same models yeah mm-hmm. and so like i don't mean that to like dig out the models i'm like i love that they're doing yeah, so they're well they're it, obviously rushing <laughs> it. and they're all beautiful and yeah. they're all so talented yeah mm-hmm. like no shade at that it's just like there is there is that one draw it's like they're so good and they're being booked for a reason. So like, mm-hmm. that's what's so nice about that. You want to have that, those experienced models that know their angles, they're down mm-hmm. to get weird. That's Every why they're being used. Works. But you also have to consider the fact that they are everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how is your yeah. brand going to stand out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like, especially here in Utah, it's like the hub of like, clothing boutiques I swear it is there's so many clothing boutiques yeah and I swear every clothing boutique uses the same Mm -hmm. like four or five models so then then how do you know that recognition yeah and especially like if you guys carry the same pieces of clothing Mm -hmm. like how do you know or source from the same places yeah yeah just like how do you know it gets it's yours and not a different company and then what if somebody goes to a different website because they thought that that's who posted but it was yeah yeah you know there are pros to it i guess you could say too though is you you get like the facial brand recognition like like, from that model yeah if that model has a following or like people who know that she works for this particular brand you get that but it just is depending on what you want out of your brand and what you like and don't like Mm -hmm. Um, i would i mean if i were the brand i personally would try to work out a deal with like exclusivity like Mm -hmm. we have a model that we work with and she can't work with other boutiques but she can work with accessories yeah so she can't do like clothes but she can do bags which is i mean it's kind of nice for her like talking with her about it and her experience sophia if you're listening we love you Um, she always tells me she's like i listen to the podcast I know I commented on her photo the other day and I was like, I'm obsessed with you. You're beautiful. And I've never met you, but I love you. So have a good day. She's an angel. But we were talking to her about it and she, she actually really liked the setup because now she's got really consistent work. She knows who she's working with. Mm -hmm. And like, especially the life of like a freelance model can be really chaotic. You're Mm -hmm. working all hours of the day, like grueling, grueling hours. And so she's actually liked that setup where it's like, I know I have more of a consistent schedule. I can be more, you know, I don't have to take every job anymore. So if you can work that out as, as a brand, I think that was really smart with, from the brand that she's contracted with. Mm-hmm. It makes their life easier. They have that brand recognition. Boom. Like, yeah. so everyone wins. Yeah. But yeah. you do have to consider like, you're probably, you're going to have to pay them more, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so like significantly more. Yeah. Like you are cutting off a revenue stream for them. So you make sure they're being compensated for that. Yeah. yeah. And I think it is nice that in her um, contract, she can work with other types of brands. You just can't mm-hmm. do clothes. Cause then I think it gives her some creative freedom too. To I was just going to say that thing. she probably likes it because then, when she does have downtime, she can be like, I want to do something that's like really out of the box and creative. Like when she mm-hmm. did that Halloween shoot for herself, oh, just like the yeah. fun, oh, like that was cool. creative where she dressed up as like a clown and like all these different things. I think that's fun for her because then she has work and then she also has something else to look forward yeah. to. Mm-hmm. And that helps build her portfolio because it shows that she's really diverse. Like yeah. she can do a lot of different Basically, types Sophia, of you're things. killing it. <laughs> yeah, We're obsessed. It, <laughs> Truly. Do you have any other do, Sam? Do's. Um, I started doing this recently. We've been having a lot of shoots where we have to shoot a lot of different styles. Um, and so I will literally make a note in my phone, like a checklist. 
where I list out all the styles that need to be shot at that shoot. And as, after we shoot it, then I check it off. So I'm making yeah. sure that everything that we need shot is getting shot so that we're never like, oh, crap, we didn't yeah. shoot this Because that's black. happened before. We've been like, how to shoot? And then we're trying to post content for it or get content ready to be posted. And we're like, wait, did we not get the black bag? Mm-hmm. And then we're like, crap, like we don't have pictures of the black bag. Like we forgot. And then I'm like, how did we forget? And then we like, it just takes that guesswork out of it. It's, I like, it's nice that you've started doing that. Yeah. Well, and two, it's like, it's working with the photographer too, being like, I need all of these photos mm-hmm. back. Cause sometimes like photographers might skip over some shots if they're like, this isn't the best shot. And it's yeah. like, no, we need all of them. Even if it's like <laughs> a subpar shot, we need at least a couple of each back. Yeah. And that's on me if it's subpar, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, we need to figure out how to not make it subpar so we can get more shots of everything that mm-hmm. we need. Yeah. Cause sometimes we'll like, we've had shoots where it's like, we get a million shots of one bag and they're fantastic and then we have like five photos of one another bag like two two photos of the other one and it's like let's balance this out and like make sure that everything's getting its proper attention and so i feel like the checklist has really helped us make sure of that and then also communicating to you know the photographer videographer of what we're needing to have shot yeah and i but also i would say advice for that like there is power in cropping a photo So, like, you might not like the way somebody's face looks in a picture, but the bag or the whatever it is might look immaculate. And you're like, how do we do this? Find a good angle where you can crop it, where it doesn't look weird and it it looks amazing, and you can still use the photo. Yeah, my friend is a photographer, and she went over that actually hilarious on Instagram yesterday. She's, like, posted 10 pictures, and she's like, would you believe me if I told you all these pictures came from only two photos? And she was like, that's the power of cropping. Wow. Because there's so many different ways that you can crop a photo and make it look so good. So I think that if you have a bad photo, don't just be like... Wow, that yeah. looks really bad all around. Mm-hmm. I play try around. playing with it. Try yeah. cropping it and see kind of how you can make that work. Mm-hmm. Because that also will save you money in the long yeah. run. Yeah, I Genius. try to do that Love with that. stories a lot. Like if we're, because we, we only get so many photos back from shoots mm-hmm. that sometimes like we, like you've posted it on the feed, like, and I've already used it in a story. So I'm like, oh, it's kind of like uh, we've used this picture. Repetitive, yeah. But then if I crop it or just zoom in on like one particular aspect of the photo, or I just zoom in on the back or like mm-hmm. whatever um it gives it new life and so you can use that photo multiple times and yeah. you're getting more bang for your buck yeah and it might give it a different mood too mm-hmm. like yeah. it might look like way vibey if you crop yeah. in on one specific yeah. thing well i think so. too like with that we also need to uh, make sure that we're shooting the product like if you're shooting products the product needs to be the hero mm-hmm. and i think that's something that people often miss is like they make the model like the center of attention mm-hmm which is great, but like, we're not selling the model, we're selling a bag, or we're selling the dress she's wearing, or we're selling her, the jewelry she's wearing. Yeah. And so um, making sure, if you're like a photographer, or if you're the creative director, or if you're the model, make sure that you're making the product the focus in that nice subliminal way. So yeah. like, we something that we do here is like create shot lists, where we'll go through Pinterest on Instagram, and we're finding shots, and we're like, oh, this was it. like. I'm looking at the bag. It's selling me the bag. And, but then also she's wearing a cute outfit. We like her pose. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, it gives us that inspiration, but just making sure like the bag is in focus or like the product, it's perfect. It's like, it's fluffed the way. poofed out. Yes. It's fluffed (laughs) where it needs to be fluffed. It's positioned the right way. Like something we're experiencing is like, we've been doing influencer collaborations and there's this one bag for Fawn that people keep shooting backwards. I don't oh, understand. No. I don't get it. But that is a thing. And, and if you are, I mean, if you're the owner of the, the company owner, mm-hmm. you'll know how things line up, right? Make sure you communicate that with your team of like, this is front, this is back. <laughs> like, even though it might seem like so obvious to you, it's not to everyone else necessarily. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and if you are, say you're a third party, you're a vendor, you're a photographer, you're a stylist, you're a creative team like us, like whatever it is, make sure you're confirming that. Like mm-hmm. what, what is it supposed to look like? What yeah. are your expectations? How do we get it there? So, yeah. and it doesn't ever hurt as the person who's like working with the influencer, like to reach out to them and be like, this is the bag you chose. Just so you know, this is the front of the bag. This is the back of the bag. This is the way the bag is supposed to work. 
do with that what you will. Mm-hmm. So at least More you gave them the direction, yep. you know. Commu- I guess an underlying theme of this podcast is communicate. Yeah, <laughs> communication <laughs> is huge. It really yeah. is. And like, yeah, like the influencer collaborations, that's what we've learned is that we have to over communicate to make sure that we're getting the correct results. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so same goes for photo shoots. Just make sure that you're understanding it fully. Um, like too many questions isn't like if if a model asked me like how do you want this to look like where do i need to put this i'd be like thank you like love that you're thinking Mm -hmm. about the product and not just about you Mm -hmm. how you look in the photo obviously you need to look really like you need to do your thing Mm -hmm. but it's about the product Mm -hmm. yeah and so i love that you said that i literally binge watched they released a new season of america's next top model on netflix oh no way yes so i love i love them and there was this one particular episode where they were selling like workout clothes, but they were making it high fashion. So they were putting like football pads on them or like they were wearing heels and doing like really fun poses and stuff. And there was this one girl who was doing a great job and the picture of her that they chose, they're like, this would be a really great picture if we were selling shoes, mm. but we're not selling shoes. This is what we're selling. And so I love that you said that because I'm like remembering like, this is the product that we're selling. This was what needs to be in focus. Mm-hmm. I, that's the number one goal because you don't want someone like there's so many times, even on Instagram when I'm scrolling through, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I want those pants. And then I click on their website. They don't even sell those. pants. Like <laughs> yeah. the, they were selling the, the sweater. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, well, why would you use those pants in the photo shoot if you don't even sell them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's clothes. like a, that's another thing for clothing companies. Like if you don't sell the product, please don't use it in your mm-hmm. photos. Unless you well, have and I think to. There, there is yeah. a fine line there. Like, for example, the bag company that we work for, we have to style things, but people but aren't coming for clothes. They're coming for bags. But if you, mm-hmm. yeah, if you're a boutique and you're selling clothes and you're constantly styling with pieces that you don't sell, mm-hmm. then you're going to be, it's going to be confusing to your audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I used to work with a clothing company and, I swear to you, every single photo shoot, it was shoes and clothes, uh, not shoes and clothes, shoes and pants that we didn't carry or sell in our store that they always styled the tops with. And we carried other pants. They just never really used them to shoot unless mm-hmm. it was for that specific item. And people would always comment on the pictures and be like, do you where guys sell these pants? These pants? Like, where are they from? Mm. And then I just got so tired of it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we can't use things that we don't sell anymore because I'm sick and tired of replying to people. And being <laughs> like, sorry, we don't sell those. Yeah. That was just something that they used in the shoot, you mm-hmm. know. So I hopefully that's like a helpful tip. Like don't use anything that could actually overpower what you're actually trying to sell if it's a product i think that's key is like yes like sometimes especially if you're a smaller boutique you're not going to have all of the pieces i get that but you don't want to have like such statement pieces that are overshadowing what you're actually selling Mm -hmm. you want it to complement what you're selling and so it's a matter maybe it's more just pairing with more neutrals or like um something that i love that jerf avenue does is like they, I mean, they have essential pieces. That's what they sell. But then they, they'll throw on like some cool, like green heels, like mm-hmm. some strappy green heels. They're like, oh, okay. So I need to go get strappy green heels so I can wear it with the black dress. Yeah. yeah. And, and they've programmed you to know what they're, they're selling so that when they do outfit it, outfit it with these statement pieces, you know, it's the statement mm-hmm. piece. You don't think they're selling the statement piece. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's like, I think Genius. as a company, just really niching down and being like, do we want to carry shoes, tops, and bottoms, and accessories? Or are we focusing on just clothes and not shoes? Or just accessories and not clothes? Or things like that. Because I think that will help you a lot when you are shooting. Like if you're going to work with a stylist um, for your shoots. So that they know like, okay, we're selling the jewelry. So what type of clothing do we have that can like really show this jewelry off? Yeah. Exactly. I think that Made by Mary does a really good job at that in their photo shoots. Like everything that they have their models wear is lower cut so that the necklaces are mm-hmm, the they you know, statement piece and yeah. things like that. So Same with um, Banks jewelry. She does yeah, a she really, does a really good, job good job. I love that reel that she posted last night. That yeah. outfit. I was like... I want that whole outfit and the way that you put all those jewelry yeah. together. It looks amazing and I want everything. It's so inspirational and she showed yeah. you how to style yeah. things and she makes, but she makes the jewelry mm-hmm. the focus, which yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk about ways to level up your photo shoots too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I think a couple of things that I found have really leveled up our photo shoots are makeup artists. Absolutely. I know it, it can get expensive, but I really do think that that makes a difference. It just makes the whole shoot feel 
more elevated and more high fashion it also makes the models feel more confident because like they got the special treatment of getting their makeup done by a professional makeup artist which always makes you feel good because make like they know what they're doing yeah i not not nearly as good at my own makeup so like when models do their own makeup i don't feel like they feel like as like ready yeah you know it's like they did it they do it every day but when it gets done like a psychological yeah yeah i I have my makeup done i look good like these photos are gonna be good so you act like they're you know i just Mm -hmm. it all works together um i also think having a stylist that's made me think of this as you mentioned styling um i think having someone who that's their specialty really makes the photo shoot cohesive and come together and Mm -hmm. it also creates a brand within the clothes so i feel like for some of our clients like we use the same stylist and she always comes with the same vibe for that Mm -hmm. client so it all just like becomes part of the brand and the clothes that she sources all fit the vibe of that client whereas sometimes if you're just having models bring their clothes to like style the pieces with it can just feel like oh that's the um model style yeah it doesn't it's not cohesive it's not cohesive for the branding so i think that makeup artists and stylists yeah that that they do cost a lot more but and they add to the cost of the photo shoot altogether but if you can skimp on other things possibly like like their location or something like that i think that those really level up your photo shoots um well i think with that too kind of what you're saying is like also if you find a vendor that hits your style stick with them yeah don't try to like that's something that like for us like lorena for fawn this is the client that we shoot the most Mm -hmm. with if you haven't figured out um we only shoot with her because if we shoot with other photographers they're going to put a different spin on it which is totally fine Mm -hmm. but you want to have someone that fits the vision and then stick with them so that you're keeping that branding consistent consistent yeah Mm -hmm. unless your branding is very basic like it's just you're always shooting studio shots in like the same like athletic wear you know like it's very simple Mm -hmm. i think that you could switch up if it's just very generic but if your photos are more lifestyle and they have like more substance than just product shots i think that it's very important to stick with one photographer one videographer one stylist and then they feel like they're a part of it too yeah like it's like i feel like they take more accountability and more um like it's like they're building the brand with you yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's their like it's again getting the buy-in from the team like Mm -hmm. you're not there to be pit against each other or you're not there just like i hope they rebook me the whole time like enjoy the moment there and Mm -hmm. we're towards the same goal and like and that is the benefit of using the same vendors is and you know people, the goal you know yeah. you understand the assignment every time yeah. you know and then people ask like who shoots for fun like who does your your photography your videography who styles this and it's like they get that recognition they're building their portfolios and then anyone who asks that it's them like they did that and it can be like a really cool story for them to tell yeah exactly too we're all about storytelling right yeah, now Sam i keep saying that a lot she's like it's such a cool story like, yeah oh, every well and that's how you should think about like your your company is like mm-hmm. what stories are we telling with this mm-hmm. company like yeah. when you're older like just think about that like yeah. be like oh when i remember when i started my business and blah, blah, blah or like i was working for this company and we blew it up and like mm-hmm. that only helps everyone yeah right? like it's just Fun. Yeah, and I think tangent, I think but. a lot of I think a lot of human beings crave that depth. Like, yeah, we don't want it to just be like, like fast fashion where it's in and out. We yeah. want it to be like, yeah, have like be rich and like a deeper craving yeah. and meaning in this company. This is such mm-hmm. a good point because think about why do we talk so much about Durf Avenue when we're never talking about like Fashion Nova? Mm-hmm. Boom! Like, That's think true. about the difference and who you want to be. Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. One hundred percent. And that's yeah. the difference why we we pay a hundred dollars for a white button up versus five dollars. Yeah, that's very true. Literally. It's the story and the people behind it. Yeah, and what you want to support and mm-hmm. like I always love it. Like I think the owner of Nena and Co does a really good job of telling the story about what she does. Yeah. And like she takes you to these are the people that make the bags and this is how we support them oh, this I is love how that. it resonates with me and why you should follow her she's i really do it good. she's really good and actually she i like love her look like she's beautiful her style is immaculate impeccable. her house everything she Incredible. touches i'm like you're like it's gold <laughs> you are just 
magical. She's amazing. And she had triplets and everything. And I'm just like, damn you. I want to be you. You're amazing. But cool. her name is, I think, Allie Hynek. Is that yeah. how you say her last name? I think so. But I think she does a really good job at storytelling with her brand specifically because she does care so deeply. And yeah. I, I love that. And I resonate with that. And like, Jerf Avenue, like resonate. Yeah, with she her. cares so much. Yeah, like mm-hmm. her whole. You can tell that that is her baby, mm-hmm. and like and she's not just putting. Like she's only selling stuff she's passionate about. And that she wears. Well, like she wears yeah. it. Yeah, she wears I was it. Say yeah. that she cares about it so much. She wears it, and she she loves her own product so much. She wants to be a part of it, mm-hmm. and it's become like I I love it when things become part of people's soul. And yeah. like you can tell that it truly is a piece of them mm-hmm. because it, it really does, as a consumer, make you want to consume more of them. Yeah. Because you know it's coming from a good place. Well, yeah. And like speaking to that too, like it, it feels like a piece of their soul. Like when people say business isn't personal, oh, I disagree like 100%. You're like, who the hell ever said that? Who Me, coined that? Yeah. Because I want to talk to that. Seriously. Especially when small businesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's your baby. Mm-hmm. Like it's. So, and even if you're an employee for a small business, like yeah. everyone, like there, there needs to be that hunger and like, it is personal. Like, yeah. I don't care who, I don't care what anyone says. Like it is a piece of you. Mm-hmm. And like, if you're working for a company or you own the company, you're wor- like, you're working towards a huge goal. This is your life's work. Yeah. So That's like, terrifying. so when people are like, oh, don't take it personal. It's just business. It's like. What? You can fuck off. Yeah. Like, you're like, what do you mean don't take it personally? You literally just told me I did a shitty job. So, yeah. like, my, up yours. It's like my, I, when I had my first business and it was kind of going under, my brother-in-law texted me out of nowhere. He, like, didn't even know what was going on. And he's like, I just want to say, like, I'm proud of you for, you know, doing, like, going and, like, starting this, com- like, this company and just putting yourself out there because, like, you really are just putting your baby it's like your child mm-hmm. on display hoping that people like it yeah your child Seriously. you know and oh, it's if anybody like said anything bad about my child i'd be like come here i need to talk yeah, to you yeah right literally, the crap out of them. literally so that's how basically the same concept is. so that was a little bit of a tangent but like you should feel that way about your job or your business like or the projects you're working on like it should be a piece of your soul because that does resonate and those are where like those are the brands that have like brand evangelists like mm-hmm. die hard loyal will follow you till the death like fans mm-hmm. yeah. it's because they can feel it from you and they and it's they can like they feel that you're into it so they want to be into it and they yeah. have that transformation within themselves mm-hmm. and so yeah, we want to have the kind of community where if someone came for us, all of our followers would attack. They'd yeah. be like, don't you dare say that about Sauce. Like, I'll come for you. There are people like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that literally, people will like, die for them. Like Indie Blue. Yeah. People love her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They love her. They would kill for her. Yeah. Exactly. There's tons of brands like that. There's tons of influencers like that. There's even brands that are, like, so absurd. Let's take, like, Barstool Sports, for example. Yeah. I love them. They can't get canceled. I no. swear they cannot get canceled. They say that... It's craziest shit and like nothing happens because yeah. they're just that way yeah That's they've their... built this loyal community so it's like it's like cancel proof <laughs> you have to be okay though with people not liking you though mm-hmm. because when you are quote-unquote cancel proof it's because you you are so appealing to one like a certain sector of people that wouldn't get offended that yeah that yeah. get it whereas mm-hmm. it's like that really you post or the tiktok if the girls that get, get it, it get, get it. it and the girls that don't don't exactly mm-hmm. and so you have I, to be okay with that bella i was dying did you see the girl's face in the back behind you she's all looking at you like what the hell are you yeah doing? and As the, like, in oh the and the you would do it for the yeah. check yeah you would do it too for a check oh my gosh i was dying i was like smacking my table it's i like so had to funny. watch it over and over again just to watch that person's face behind you because i was yeah. like this is exactly what this is about and it was perfect and i love it <laughs> oh yeah God. why that didn't go viral i don't know honestly have. you guys go help us get viral on that one it deserves, <laughs> yeah it, it deserved more. it it did our whole tiktok deserves more the, but the, our, we are so clever on there we are we are pretty clever let's just give ourselves a pound yeah. back we're Good obsessed job, with ourselves yeah <laughs> Um, no, but yeah, you have to be okay with that, like polarizing, sometimes polarizing response. Mm-hmm. So 
Anywho, that ending was so random, yeah, but just, I, I was feeling it. Yeah. I was feeling it. But I feel like that's how most of our conversations in general, like we start talking <laughs> yeah. about things and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, and this and this and this. Yeah. And I think that's what makes us different. I know. As we were talking, I was like, <laughs> yes. I think we should title this not just photo shoot stuff. Yeah. I was like, we should, yeah. <laughs> truly well thank you guys so much for this episode this was great um and you, if you haven't already go follow us on the social sauce podcast on instagram that's where we'll be getting we're going to be posting all of our updates um so stay up to date there and then if you haven't already please go rate review and subscribe to this podcast have we got any new reviews you no know? you guys come on help yeah, us we need, we need new reviews yeah that's what you can give us for christmas you it's, guys yeah can give us some it's what keeps us going it warms my heart literally yeah so if you have anything heart. negative to say just pass on by we yeah, don't if you it. if it's bad don't say it at please all. don't marianne <laughs> yeah because that might put me yeah. into postpartum sam depression. still remembers the I name remember. of the one person marianne. who gave us a bad review how long ago like a year and a like half ago like a year and a half ago so <laughs> don't be that person so you ha- you will it. haunt her dreams i'll remember oh you i will bitch <laughs> you don't want that <laughs> Sam's like, I want to see you in real life. Are you Literally, let's have a conversation because uh, I will put you in your place. I know. Anywho, thank you guys for listening. And we do have an episode coming out on Friday. We have the girls from Plan B as a Sugar Daddy. Oh, cool. So super exciting. We're going to be talking all about fashion, their, how they got their start in fashion. They have such fun jobs. One girl's flying to Paris all the time. Huh. Yeah. WTF, how do I be you? Go listen to the podcast and you'll find out. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we'll tune in again next week. Okay, bye guys. Bye.